This is the Education Business Podcast for consultants and business owners providing services in schools. I'm Claire Riley, and I'll be sharing how to start, grow, and scale your education business. So today we're talking about marketing your education business over Christmas. (gasps) Did I really just say that? Can you market your business over Christmas? And should you? Well, I do have a bit of a formula that I follow. So I'm just going to share with you what I do. These are the rules that I've set for myself. So it's going to be a super short episode, but you're going to get a lot out of it. So firstly, I want to have a break over Christmas as well. So I have to weigh up whether or not there is sales potential. And if there is, when exactly is it? Also over the Christmas period, I do use scheduling um, for the marketing because I don't really want to have to worry about it. I'm not going to remember. And I want to have that break as well. Now, obviously, it does depend on your business and whether or not you're selling to schools or teachers, but I am going to cover both. Now, I never used to think about the time that I was having off. Every school holiday was just extra work time for me to catch up before the teachers went back. But now I try and use the school holidays to my advantage in terms of taking a break and thinking from a marketing perspective as well. Okay, so what do I actually do? What are these rules that I've set for myself? Well, depending on what I'm looking to market, I either think like a teacher, like a head teacher, or a school office person. And you'll have heard me say things like this before. So if I'm a school office person, I'm trying to slow things down. I've got things that I want to get finished before the term ends. I don't want to start up anything new. And when I return, it's technically a new year even though it's not a new academic year. So it's different from any other school holiday. I just want to feel like everything is finished on my list so that I can enjoy the break and have a fresh start when I get back. I don't want to leave um, the ends untied. And the words fresh start are so important in this episode. Everything revolves around thinking about fresh starts. So it's January. So back to thinking about school office managers then. I like to slow things down in the last week of term, just like I imagined a school office manager would. So generally, from the Wednesday onwards, we just stop contacting schools or trying to sell them anything because it's time to respect the power down. And I try and take benefit from this power down as well with the team. So I encourage customer service to take more time off the week before Christmas, especially once the schools have actually closed. With schools, for example, there's absolutely no point once schools have closed. So I'm talking about the week before that as well. And this year, we've got a whole week off before Christmas. So really, you're talking about two weeks before Christmas, starting the power down. Now, for schools, we don't get back in touch with them then until a few days into the new term in January. If you contact schools in the first few days, then they're usually wading through other people's emails and yours could get ignored just like theirs or deleted along with them. But a few days in is a good time to get in touch because it's January. The new budget is coming school for lo- uh, coming soon for lots of schools, so it's time to start um, making those last-minute spending decisions of the fiscal year if you're in school. So, could you be one of those spending decisions? Head teachers are also going to be thinking about exams and potential inspections, so your sales could play into that as well. In January, these are. There's a, I need to get my SHIT in order kind of feeling. And if you think carefully about how your audience is thinking, 
you can really make the most of that. What is it that your particular client wants to get in order in January? So for individual teachers then, the Sunday before the last week is probably the last time we'll talk about the resources because they really just want to go on the on the wind down to Christmas. So unless they're really Christmassy and possibly free, you know, I'm not going to do a live or anything because I don't want to sell them something. It's too late to sell them anything in the last week. You know, we've missed the opportunity. And, you know, I was reflecting on some things that we've done in the past and, you know, we've done an advent calendar for a number of years before. But what do you give teachers when schools are finished? Because they don't want to think about education companies. Sorry, but they don't. And they shouldn't really. So <laughs> we just need to get out of the hair and um, try something different because there's not really things that we, we want them to, to log on for, to be honest, once the Christmas holidays start. So unlike schools then, you can start telling them about your offering before the new year. So you don't have to wait until the first few days back. So think like your potential customers again. If a teacher has to plan over Christmas, well, when would that be? It could start happening a few a few days before new year, after Christmas is out of the way. So if you've got an offer going on, um, then that is going to be more appealing, obviously, uh, with the January sales theme, but it's not essential. What are the kinds of resources or services that your target market is looking for in January? Now, I've always found that year six teachers are maybe looking for more SATS practice resources. Um, it's kind of the point of the year where they think, all right, we've really got to seriously get this sorted now. But what are your potential customers looking for at this point in the year? What do they want a fresh start in? Because that's what January is all about, fresh starts. So try and think about your marketing in a fresh start kind of way. So you could try reaching out to teachers then from the 29th of December. Um, I'd be wary about going uh, before that. And and onwards as well. And what you want to do is you cap you want to capture those people who are wanting to get ahead. But here is a top tip, and this is probably the most valuable thing I could say in this episode. The Christmas holidays are really precious to a lot of people. Um, it, you know, it's precious time with family and loved ones, and there's lots of things going on and plenty of ways, hopefully, um, <laughs> virus permitting, to spend our time in non-work ways. And so it is really important that you put a caveat out there because, you know, when I was in teaching, I didn't really do anything um, until later on in the holidays if I could help it. So if you market too much, especially on social media, you could easily get backlash. So you've got to be very careful about how much you do it and when you do it. And it's always good to say something like, like, if you're ready to look now, then we don't want you to miss this. But hopefully you're having a lovely time and you're not looking, so you can just park this until you need it. But if you do wait and you don't let them know, then they're probably not going to see it because then you'll only put it, be putting it out once or it'll be too late and they'll have had to go find it and you want them to stumble across you. But you do need to kind of address what they could be thinking that's negative and kind of put a positive spin on it, if that makes sense. So I know this was a sharp and short episode. Um, but there's no flim flam here and it is it is what it is, isn't it? But hopefully it helps you to plan your marketing over the next few weeks and really think like a head teacher, like a school office person, like a teacher on how you can 
uh, spin your marketing to jump on this fresh start wave that, that happens in January um, so that teachers can feel really empowered for the year ahead. So the main points are then avoid the Christmas period and think hard about the one or two things your potential customer will need in their new start January frame of mind. Now, this is a final podcast episode of 2021. I'm going to be back on the first Monday in 2022. So we're only having one week break, really. And if you're listening and you haven't joined Education Business Club yet, then I just want to get you at least to visit the information page and read about it. So once we hit 2022, the monthly cost is doubling. Um, so if you want four months at half price, then you, you do have to act now in December. But just go and look and weigh up if it's for you. That's educationbusinessclub.co.uk forward slash beta club. I have been so impressed by the caliber of people who have joined. Um, as I'm recording this now, there are 15 members of the club. We've got our second um, session tonight and I am um, doing like a 20 minute uh, session at the beginning just on how I plan my day and my projects and my time because that's what the community have asked for. So it's very, very tailored and very specific. And um, yeah, honestly, I'm just so happy because it just, like I knew it was going to be good. Obviously, I knew it was going to be good and uh, I was working towards being really good. But I'm just so overwhelmed at how, how amazing the community already is um, with this group of people. So we would love you to join us. And I just want to say Merry Christmas and a really happy new year. And I hope that you really take some time to reflect over the next week and a half around how you're going to make 2022 go with a bang for you um new year planning is something that I absolutely love to do if you haven't done it yet listen to last week's episode um because I talked about how I do that as well I'm going to be thinking about my plans adding to them uh, putting more detail in um but yeah so I will see you in 2022 happy new year and um have a lovely Christmas. Thank you for listening to the Education Business Podcast. To get more information to grow your business, sign up at educationbusinessclub.co.uk.